It's time for the show, but wouldn't you know, at 570-POD-WAD-1, you can say hi, let your feelings fly, then say goodbye, cause you're done. Add us on Twitter, while you're on the shitter, we won't be bitter, at y'all heard pod. There's iTunes too, you can leave a review, and say we're not poo. We'd appreciate the nod. Thanks, bye! Y'all heard? Ready! Okay, one, two, three. Hey, everybody! everybody. This is Y'all Heard. heard. A podcast where me, me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, are just not related. Just never related. Mm-hmm. And this is a show where two unrelated people um, crack open their brains like a melon, open it up, and then we scoop out some seeds of knowledge, and then we plant them in the ground. Fart all over the place. <laughs> and then we, we bury them, and then they grow into trees of knowledge, because they were seeds of knowledge, and uh, then feed the fruit to you. Like a mamba bird. Out of our mouth? Yeah, I wanted to make it gross for you at the end. In college, I was friends with these psychotic people, and one of them baby birded the other one just for fun. Brad and Jason. <laughs> In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Pete, you said you don't know how you are, but do you want to just, like, try again? I haven't heard that name Brad in a long time. Yeah, I... Honestly, it's probably better I don't say their name. <laughs> How am I? How is my week? My week's been pretty good so far. I learned that um, at work, uh, I would say there's an unequal distribution of tasks. <laughs> oh, and I bet they all fall on you. And I found that when the other person's not there... I still get the same amount of work to do, uh-huh. but I don't mind it as much solely because the person who's supposed to help me, I know they're not there. Uh-huh. But like if they are there and they're not pulling their weight, then I go, I, then I get mad. What do you think they're doing instead? I, I don't know. It's a situation where I couldn't think about it because... I would be sick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's valid. So, that is to say, a couple of days this week, that person was off. So, I had some pretty, you know, good starter days this week at work. And, uh, filled the rest of the time with with not a lot much else. Oh, I got all grades done. I'm done teaching, thank God, for another semester. Not doing it for the summer, so... It's been, um, I've been trying to wash away the stressors. <laughs> I've been in a like stress-free shower. Yeah. Okay. I have holy water in my... No, I don't. No, I didn't take the holy water from that person, the dead person's house. I have holy water in my, um, in my spice, like, section of my closet. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not. Why? Is it... 
Why do you have a spice section of your closet, of your bedroom closet? You no, it, of the, the cabinet in the kitchen. My cabinet oh, is a closet. Oh, you put a pantry or a cabinet. Because like, I don't know what's creepier, to have it in the spice part of a kitchen or to have spices in your bedroom. <laughs> oh, there's spice in my bedroom, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have holy water, but I have something called agua de paz that I think means peace water in Spanish, and it has a cross on it. You ever heard of that? No. Yeah, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. Somebody anyway. went somewhere, they gave my mom a bottle of holy water. She's like, I'm not going to use this. Here, you take it. And then I'm like, what the hell and am I And you're like, gonna... this really spice up my soup. Yeah, this is going to really help my soups um, spice up my chicken. <laughs> Have you ever done anything with it? No, because I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. So you just pour it all over my, my head? <laughs> I mean, I guess you could baptize yourself. You could baptize others. My witchy... Oh, I could baptize yeah. my new Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it's witchy... a small bottle. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't... My, my dad's aunt used to send it to us from Puerto Rico, and I think it was to, like, sprinkle in places, like, to ward off negative energies. But, yeah, I would say... Okay, would yeah, say... I'll pour it on my head then. <laughs> well... Okay, pour it on your head and then baptize Winnie the Pooh and live stream his baptism for our patrons. <laughs> That's the content they're craving. No more bother, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you had to baptize hey, hey. something in your apartment, what would it be? Oh, good icebreaker. I was mostly uh, trying to transition to you, but... <laughs> Everything on my shelf that looks like an altar that is just a bunch of antiques, but it looks like it's a witch altar. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is, I don't know where it's come from, and I should probably baptize it to make sure <laughs> I didn't bring anything creepy in my house. That's a good idea. Um, yeah, how's my week, Pete? Thanks for asking. Um, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really hungry now. I have a new Invisalign, so I probably have a speech impediment again. Uh, it's really warm outside, and it's sunny, and I hate that because I'm like, oh, I should be productive and get some sun. I'd rather it be overcast so I could be like, oh, the whole city is 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 Wait. just sleep. What? No, like, no, I like, I like, like, the feeling of, like, no one's going to do anything in the rain. So the fact that I'm a lazy bum doesn't mean anything because we're all united but now like all these fuckers gotcha. are having pictures and shit and like running and i'm like shut up so yeah the, that was me talking to the sun it's a lot of shut loud up. runners in philadelphia i know shut uh. up <laughs> hey marissa good yeah, news what uh windows or microsoft defender did not find any threats since my last uh summary Good. <laughs> you wear that shirt every time we do a podcast? No. <laughs> okay. It's only like the second can. time I wore it doing the podcast, and that's because I was like, you know, I, sp I paid money for this shirt, so I'm going to wear yeah. the Blake Wexler shirt. Yeah, Pete's wearing the shirt that says Blake Wexler. Blake Wexler, if by any chance you're listening to any other episodes past the one you were on, Congratulations on your engagement. Yes. You seem very happy. I'm surprised he got engaged just so he didn't have to do a podcast this week. Um, <laughs> well, he did a two-minute podcast. 
Um, I feel like if Pete got engaged, he wouldn't even take off because Pete is committed. <laughs> I didn't know it was coming after that. Commendable. Commendably committed. icebreaker because we don't know what's happening in our week and we need to just move on um if you could pick any band that either no longer performs or just like they are old and tired and are not popular anymore to have a successful comeback who would it be do they have to be successful the first time no, okay. Well, they could have sucked before we won the comeback success. <laughs> hey, I didn't think... Th- I I always feel really bad that Oh No, Oh My, like, broke up and, like, they just... They slow- They broke up so slowly that it was like a... It was like a cancer death rather than, like, a car crash death. <laughs> like, what do you they- mean they broke up slowly? Because, like, they... There was, like there started to be more years in between albums and then you started to be like, they don't make music anymore, do they? And then like suddenly a post would appear on their like social media and you'd be like, Oh, okay. There's still a thing. And then, um, Uh, then they were like, yeah, we're not a thing anymore. (laughs) And they did like three EPs for for, like over the course of a couple of years. And you were like, okay, so they're still making something. And, um, and I, I liked all their music and there's, there's situations where like, a band like that doesn't get famous, but like, what's that? What's that one band that everybody likes? When the guy's like, Vampire Weekend. I'm like, why does Vampire Weekend get to be famous, but these guys don't get to be famous? It's just like, <laughs> I still can't even think of the name of it. But I thought you were gonna say one of those bands where I feel like the guy wears a fedora made of straw. And they're all holding mason jars, and the end of oh, the yeah, band- yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, ho, the- guys, Lumineers, Lumineers. Oh yeah, yeah I <laughs> know. I feel like they don't deserve to be famous. Or like Nathaniel Radcliffe, whoever he is. I don't know who that is. Same genre. Okay, what so, is that genre? Like um, Dora folk, barn folk. Mm, I like that. Uh, mm. e- e- Evening barn folk. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I think it's more Twilight Alarm. Thank barn? you. Well done. Twilight see? Barn folk. This is why we I are collaborators. I see them holding mason jars, but with those fairy lights inside of them. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they drink Thank out of it anyway, somehow. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> um, I would pick In Vogue, but it has to have that original lady in it that quit who had the really strong voice do you Mm -hmm. know who i mean i mean i can only guess which one you mean but yeah i'm pretty sure probably the only one that left i don't know (laughs) but yeah with all the original cast members not cast you know what i mean all the original members because they were they were holding it down i was gonna say new edition but only if they all became children again and didn't have drug problems yeah it's a pretty big wish yeah, not not current. That's more of a time machine. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, they were really good back in the day. Uh, yep. I don't understand what Pete's 
Now that I don't understand, I don't know what Pete's topic is this week. And he asked me to do something very confusing, but then like didn't follow up with me. So I don't understand where this show's gonna go. <laughs> um, you did, yeah. Do, do you did you do it? Do you have any examples? Yeah. Was I supposed to send it to you? I asked you. No, no, no. Yesterday, I asked Mercy to keep track of some things that she encountered online that might make her upset or angry. I tried to do the same, but I have. Listen, I'm not bragging. Marissa's not going to let me off the hook on this one, but I think I have trained all of my algorithms to stop showing me <laughs> stuff that makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm actually pretty jealous. So I um, so I did like look at trends on Twitter. Usually, every time I log into Facebook, I'm I'm irritated by something. Um, but today, unfortunately, I didn't find much. So, Marissa, can you help us out? Can you tell us a couple of things that made you angry? Does it all need to be on social media or just anything I encountered on the Internet? No, the Internet, yeah. Um, I, I okay. Unfortunately, I think I also um, have taught the new, like taught Google News to stop showing me things that irritate me, too. <laughs> I'm the person okay. who clicks the three dots and says, not interested. <laughs> God, I should. Okay, I have four things. One is that for some reason algorithms are convinced I'm really into alcohol alternatives that look like they're um, being marketed towards millennial white women who wear straw fedoras. <laughs> I know that's very specific, but I feel like that's who it's marketed towards. Twilight Barnard. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just got something called like Sweet Reason. And it's uh, it's not like it's alcohol without the alcohol. It's like it's just like supposed to be this whole new genre of beverage that chills you out. And I'm like, no, I don't. You're wrong person. The other thing is, uh, I guess I signed a petition once. And now I always get these things like, oh, sign this petition to... Uh, Lower the cost of medication. Sign this petition so they stop killing people in Syria. Like, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I'll open it, and it'll be like, sign this petition now with a click. And I'm like, it's not that easy. If it is, this petition goes nowhere and does nothing. Yeah. Like, that's just how I feel. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just like, fuck you. There's no way I'm going to make a difference by literally just pressing one button. I have two more things. Uh... The other thing is this algorithm, algorithm, algorithm that keeps thinking I want artisanal straw hats. <laughs> You're really deep in the straw hats. I know. Today it was like it, the Apollo box. Are you looking for the perfect hat? And then I, my screenshot cut off the rest of the text. But these are like small straw boater hats with cat ears built in. And I'm like, they sound I'm you. not what would you say? They sound perfect for you. I no, I I, I would look like like a <laughs> what would I even look like? I don't even know. I would look like a a weeby hipster who is a what do we call them? Twilight Barn. Yeah. Folk? Yeah, I just it's just like combining two things I don't understand. Or maybe it's for a gothic Lolita. I don't know. And the last one someone in my family who's in a group text Jade texted us something that was so long you couldn't even fit it all in one window and it started with 
please read in all caps, dot, dot, dot. If you start anything with please read, <laughs> I'm not reading it. Yeah. you're a psychopath and you're going to send something insane. That's a good one. I'm sorry. My aunt is not a psychopath. Just like that's what I feel whenever anyone says that. <laughs> no, I so, think yeah, a lot of people probably feel that way. Yeah. So those are the four things. Pete specifically told me not to look for something that annoyed me because I could look for things. But those are the four things I organically found that annoyed me. Yeah. I think um, a lot of things that I come up that that come up and and annoy me are usually like uh, very dualistic things, where it's like this person or this group of people or this whatever is absolutely wrong and this other is absolutely right, and I'm just like, what world does anybody live in where something is absolutely wrong and something is absolutely right? <laughs> And and so it does, it frustrates me. I don't know if it angers me. It probably does, depending on the day. <laughs> don't pretend it does. <laughs> but what I wanted to talk today was the idea of rage bait and outrage online. Oh, uh, you mean the, the, oh my God. If you would have told me to look for things that anger me, it would be the headline of everything mm-hmm. on Refinery29. <laughs> which is actually... That's a oh, great that's example. What, like what? That's a really good example. Like that's a website I like to look at, but I hate their headlines and everything's like, like I can't even think about it. But it's like all just so. No, I'll just let you talk. But anyone, <laughs> just go to Refinery Twenty Nine, and I hate everything. And the the other thing I was wondering is: is it this way for everybody, or is it just like is it me? Uh, because there's a lot of times when I stop and I go like, am I just like inclined to being upset or angry or, you know, but what I found is that I don't think it is just me. I think a lot of people open up their feeds and they get, I don't think that they would necessarily use the words rage or angry, but they get upset by things that that they're scrolling by. I have now I remember if any article goes like, the only mascara you'll ever need. Yeah. Or the only five dresses you need in your closet. I'm like, fuck you. You don't know me, bitch. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Who are you to tell me what the only mascara I need is, okay? <laughs> so, yeah. I think that's more me, though. So, over the weekend, my mom's life got hacked because her email password was, was hacked and she lost her mind. But... Um, Guys, I felt I felt prey to it. I was gonna get fished by some person who acted his mom's account. <laughs> so, um, but before that happened, when I was visiting her, she uses Facebook like anybody else. You know, you're just kind of like bored. You open up Facebook. So, mm-hmm. one night I was sitting on the couch uh, playing a game on my phone, and she was sitting in her chair scrolling through stuff, and I hear her start to play a video. And I hear her reacting to the video. We're not very far no. away. We're like a yard away from each other. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I hear a video that she's watching. This is apparently a viral video in which a woman uh, pours Prego all over her countertop. And then she pours meatballs on it. And then she dumps cheese and noodles onto it. After that, what you do is you mix it with some utensils. And then you throw some lettuce on the side for a decoration or for salad. 
And then you invite mm-hmm. your friends over to eat off of your counter. Oh, um, is it not a joke? It's pitched seriously. And the person who's no, shooting... No, this has to be comparable to the toilet, the toilet, uh, the toilet punch that somebody was sending around. You think that they're not pitched seriously? You think people are actually having toilet punch? Somebody's deciding to make these videos. And I think that as evidenced by the last, what, five years of politics, like, you can't put something out there and expect people to be responsible. <laughs> yeah, I bet true. you that someone has made par- a toilet punch <laughs> since that video came out. <laughs> Even uh, if it's a child, somebody did it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, um, that's horrible. The players, to me, seem to be acting genuinely, and they seem to be fine with with everything that's going on. The result is twenty one thousand comments of people who are angry about how they're not doing it right. Because partway through the video, they go, "This is how you do." Um, what? It's it's what they say at the Olive Garden, like Italian family cooking or something like that. And um, so like you get a lot of people who are writing back and they're like, I'm Italian. You're not doing this right. We use bowls and shit. Only <laughs> <laughs> Italians use bowls. And then you get other people who are like, I'm not Italian, but you're not doing this right. Then you get other people who are like, this is gross. Who just pours spaghetti sauce all over their counter? <laughs> Then you get the Today Show who picks it up and spins it into an article about how if you pour tomato sauce all over your white counters, you're going to have a hell of a time getting them clean. (laughs) I'm surprised the Today Show didn't do a special on how millennials are killing the plate industry, but yeah. (laughs) Well done. But um, overall, (laughs) it's a successful video, and it's successful because it drives traffic to the Facebook pages. It garners numbers that can be turned into future possibility, like future opportunities. And then there are also branding possibilities. Like the person did use two giant jugs of label out facing Prego in order to make this video. You think Prego gave these fuckers money to make counter noodles? Do you think somebody didn't give the Cinnamon Toast Crunch shrimp guy money to pretend there was shrimp in his Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Oh, God, Pete. I posit that this video is designed to make people angry because angry people need to comment about things. And it's not like when something irritates you, it's not like it, you can't not comment. Now I don't write stuff in comments. If something bothers me, I just move on. And sometimes they say unsubscribe or stop following or hide. this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you can bet your ass that the next time I talk to Marissa or I talk to my girlfriend or I talk to my mom or my sister, I'm like, did you see this stupid shit online? <laughs> <laughs> and so I bring it into the real world. But I am complaining about it. I am commenting on it. And so I am giving it mental bandwidth. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm not necessarily talking about politics because those things will make you angry too. According to the Foundation for Economic Education... News media's digital revenues depend upon keeping people clicking on their stories, and anger is a proven motivator for generating clicks. It's been dubbed rage profiteering. Oh, this makes me angry. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, so if you put up something that's going to irritate somebody, they're more likely to click on it, and then ads are going to load on the page, and then you get revenue from that, and you don't care about the mental harm it might be doing to somebody, the emotional harm it might be doing when that person starts to comment or take it out into the real world. Like, I just complained to Marissa, I don't, like, punch her in the face, but some people (laughs) might do that. (laughs) Some of you might be like, I saw this thing online that made me so angry, and I don't know why I feel so angry, but I am furious right now. And so when I see Marissa, I want to punch her in the face. Yeah, yeah. The university, a university of Pennsylvania professor, um, two of them, Jonah Berger and Catherine Milkman, which Berger and Milkman? Yeah, thank you. I was going to point it out, but thought that was like, no, I thought that wasn't gonna work, but I thought the they're same both thing. they're both cow based. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, why they work together. They found quote con- content that evokes high arousal positive all or ne- not all a w e or negative anger or anxiety emotions. Um, yeah, content that evokes these emotions are more viral. So, uh, focusing on the New York Times, they found that content induced that induced anger was much more likely to hit the site's most emailed list. Content that evokes oh. sadness is very bad clickbait. Duh, right? Nobody wants to feel yeah. sad. <laughs> and I don't think people want to feel angry either, but people do want to feel included. So you do maybe know somebody in your world. I dated somebody like who was like this, and it was really like... I, there were a lot of times, I'm talking about Liz again, but <laughs> there, were, there were times when I was like, is she okay? Because she would just scroll through Facebook pages, like, you uh-huh. know, pages of, uh, I don't even know what you would call it, but it was like children's cancer journeys that just had Pete. pictures of, of sad Stop kids it. receiving. I know. And I was like, I understand that you could care about childhood cancer, but this seems bad. <laughs> wow so there's a media article in the startup they had some great examples of rage bait posts uh 10 overrated movies of the decade and in the thumbnail for the article they have a picture of paddington now i don't know a lot but i know that people who love paddington seem very dedicated to paddington (laughs) I've heard a lot of people say good things about Paddington. Right. And when people diss Paddington, it's almost like, how dare you? (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's another article from the content strategist that talks about how um, the writer in their college days thought that it would be a good idea to write about Beyonce being overrated, that it would generate some level of agreement. Maybe not everybody, but some people. And boy, they are. That is targeted to me. Almost like if you wrote an article where you were like, isn't milk a little too frothy? And then people are like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, it is. She thought this was going to happen with an article about Beyonce. But of course, it generated the complete opposite. People who love Beyonce will hate you for saying that she's overrated. People who don't care about Beyonce, they don't have a reason to check in and agree with you and be like, yeah, she's fine. She's not like Jesus, but she's fine. So and then some people will probably dox you, send you death threats, yes. and try to kill you for that. <laughs> Another one is favorite Thanksgiving pie by region. This is an infographic that was built to spark debate. 
Uh, they put New England. Okay, no one should be mad. About that. No, <laughs> yes, if you're mad but about here's why. It, they put the favorite pie of New England as pecan pie, and pecan pie is a staple in the South. <laughs> they put yeah. all of Texas key lime pie. <laughs> Wait a second. So what is this based off of? Nothing. Nothing? It was made up, and the tweet graphic <laughs> had a had ninety eight percent engagement. <laughs> Meaning, 98% of the people who saw it clicked on it in order to look closer at the map or to reply to it. Pete, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this whole episode. I don't like anything you're telling me. It makes me really uncomfortable. I, I think I end on a positive note. <laughs> okay, I hope so. Because this is, like, really upsetting. Now, Marissa, this is something uh-huh. that I I know you and I agree on. Is all anger mm-hmm. bad? No. No, it's not. Uh, Marissa and I have... We bonded a lot early in our friendship, mostly over anger. <laughs> yeah, maybe not the best kind, though. <laughs> but it could be okay. From The Guardian in 2018. To determine whether anything productive could come of a given spurt of rage, it is worth considering the purpose of anger. Its purpose is to maintain personal boundaries. So if somebody crosses you, gets in your space, insults you, touches you, um, your productive use of anger is to say, back off, get away from me. Mm -hmm. The complicating feature of social media is that someone may be stepping on our identity or belief system. So if you identify as a Paddington lover, that article (laughs) just shits all over your life. (laughs) A Paddington lover, is that what you... (laughs) Yeah, you got. You should assess life, reassess. I mean, props to you, but you shouldn't define yourself as a Patty's lover. <laughs> the natural sense Actually, of skin. Actually, you know what, Marissa? Stop being so fucking judgy. <laughs> they can do whatever they want. I'm yeah. sorry. Continue. One of these articles said, and that's contrary to the preschool adage, "Don't yuck my yum." And I was like, I don't think that's. <laughs> That's a preschool adage? I was like, I don't think that's a preschool adage. I hope that's a joke. <laughs> that's an adult thing. Yeah. I mean, they shouldn't say it, but it's the only thing that an adult says. So, the natural sense of scale that you get in an offline world is collapsed into I'm a sorry. virtual one. Stop one minute. Can you see a child going, don't yuck my yum? Doesn't that just not even feel right? I don't want to play kickball with you. Don't yuck my yum. <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. I'm sorry to cut you off. Continue. <laughs> um, in the act of broadcasting who we are, what we believe, what we look like, what we're eating, who we love, we offer up a vast stretch of personal boundaries that could be invaded by anyone, even by accident. Usually it's not mm. by accident, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, Neus? Neus? Herrero, a researcher at the University of Valencia, discovered an oddity in motivational direction. Usually, positive emotions make you want to get closer to the source, while negative ones make you want to withdraw. Angle... What? I'm sorry. For me making the whole entire episode about anger, and I said, angle? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anger has a motivation of closeness, which Herrera explains simply. Normally, when we get angry, we want to show a natural tendency to get closer to what made us angry so that we can try to eliminate it. Now, you can see I do the opposite. I just go, hide. <laughs> <laughs> now, this yeah. isn't this isn't me, by the way, guys. 
like building a stronger bubble so I don't have to. I'm talking about things like just people spouting off stupid ass opinions that, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, in this study that they ran, I cut this part out because I forgot that I took the next part, but also I thought you would laugh at it. Um, they talked about anger and emotional stimulation. Um, so okay. they call anger a stimulant. And like any stimulant, anger has addictive properties. You become habituated to it, and you start to rove around looking for things that make you angry. Now, Marissa, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation like this, but I have been in a situation like this. Where something in your life is making you angry, and then everything else in your life is making you angry, and you're like, maybe if I just took care of the first thing that made me angry, I won't actually be so upset about all these other things. Maybe. I I was more going to say sometimes there are stints of time where somebody's social media account makes me angry, and I become addicted to looking at it every day and then yelling at it about it (laughs) to someone. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit different, but that that was my addiction. Rage has an illusion of power because you are fighting against something and taking agency for your defense. It feels like you're actually doing something by being angry about it. I mean, I don't know that I'd go that far, but... The important consequences are not for your own health, but rather that of society as a whole. Unprocessed anger pollutes the social sphere. Every outburst legitimizes the next. And we have landed, like I think by accident, person who wrote the article... On a technology that perpetuates and amplifies it, occasionally, productively, more often, to no purpose at all. Um, Yeah, for sure. There was also an article that talked about how the purpose of TV, when TV started, was to entertain people. But the internet doesn't have as specific a drive and as specific a purpose. And so Mm -hmm. they said the thing that seems most powerful that came out of it is angering people <laughs> and of course disgusting. this was this just the, not what the internet right so we'll end on a, a new york times piece i think it's a column but i forget what it's called from april 29th less than a month ago let's stigmatize the internet is what it's called and basically the idea is yeah let's stop being upset about trends and like like trending topics and things like that let's stop being upset about things that don't matter So this person came up with four cutesy um, bullet points. If the person consuming your brain space has some kind of nickname that applies an incredibly stupid online-only drama, like Bean Dad, uh, Cinnamon Toast Toast Crunch Shrimp Tails Guy, um, or their primary mode of attention is through a self-created melodrama, then do not bring them into decent conversation. We can perhaps reduce their incidents by not giving them the attention that they so crave. Good idea. If someone brings up somebody who is canceled and their cancellation takes more than a single sentence to explain without any follow-up questions, they and their inquisitors are already occupying too much space in your conversation. (laughs) Okay. Like, Bill Cosby was canceled. Why? Because he date-raped women. Oh! (laughs) Like, not much to fight, fight with on that one. Yeah, yeah. Who who did we talk about a few weeks ago who was at the yogurt shop? Oh, Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato went to the yogurt shop and she got canceled. How did she get canceled? Well, they had, like, 
the language in the place and then other people got and you're like okay i don't need to know about this yeah 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 if you need to reach for your phone to demonstrate something for the purposes of continuing a conversation don't do it Mm, i like that one and if you're mad about something that played out almost entirely on social media platforms like something someone tweeted or TikToked or Instagrammed, um, holster that, clap back, and take a walk around no! the block. No! Shut up! <laughs> Get that out of here. I didn't write that. <laughs> I'm, I know. I would have demanded uh, an I'm, award if I wrote that. <laughs> I'm officially old. I hate when people say clap back. <laughs> I don't like it when politicians right. use clap back. <laughs> Do they? Who says that? Somebody did. They're gross. Continue. Um, in other words, uh, take a break from the things that make you rage, the things that make you angry. I see a lot of people with addictions, and they trade one for another. So <laughs> if you find yourself... Um, like, I know somebody who had an eating disorder, and then in order to solve <laughs> the eating disorder, they just shove their entire life into going to the gym. And now they're, like, oh. muscly and stuff. But I'm like, I think you're still, like, I think you still have an addiction issue that you need to talk about. <laughs> oh, for sure. Not, yeah. not, my, not my business. But, um, you know, you can maybe trade your rage addiction for cooking or gardening or knitting or <laughs> maybe even woodworking, Mike. <laughs> yeah, Mike. We know you're not listening anymore. <laughs> but we'll pretend you are. So that's our suggestion uh, as you lead into summer. Throw your phone in the pool and live your life. I like it. I like it a lot. <sighs> Are you going to do that? Are you going to go live your life and go outside in the hot in the hot sun today? I used to do uh, a technology Shabbos, is what it was oh. called. And they that's what you called that? No, I wouldn't. It was like a movement type of thing, and that's what they would call oh, it. <laughs> Who called it that? And you would abstain from your phone for a day a day a week, and um, right. I used to do that. But now, Did like now, I have a girlfriend who talks to me on the phone, so I, you know, and I like her, so I don't want to abstain from her. <laughs> you could have a oh, you don't have a landline. I was gonna say she could call you on your landline. What am I fucking eighty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never mind. Uh, I like that idea. I don't know if I'm strong enough. Because my mother texts me incessantly, and I have a boyfriend also, and so I feel like I would miss out on people talking to me. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, that sometimes I wish I had a landline, Pete. I'm telling you that right now. So you could do, like, I a funny, outgoing message? Oh, I mean, that would be fun, too. But what I just mean so I could put my phone down, and people could call me if they needed to. But, uh, yeah, everything you just said made me hate the internet more than I already do, and I hate it a lot. <laughs> All of this is leading up to me talking about the anti-technology revolution. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's the only hope we have to prevent the singularity. We've got great fans and sometimes they call to remind us. I was not st- super prepared for this recording today my fault nobody else's but i did want to let you know that based on your cute aggression episode last week that this would be fun alex called and he said a couple of years ago my spouse took our baby to aldi 
he was wearing a hoodie that said too cute and it had a and it had little yoda ears on it Aw, that sounds adorable. Or maybe it said, and maybe he had a hat. I'm looking at the transcription, and Google's not very good at that. Anyway, they got there right as a bunch of elementary skids. Skids? <laughs> <laughs> I just I just took school kids and made it skids, guys. Yeah, I like that. A lot of elementary school kids had gotten out of school. The kids saw my kid. They saw his hoodie, and they started yelling, Boss Baby Yoda. And running up and down the aisles of the store, and that was the most cool that Star Wars uh, has made any member of my family. <laughs> Why do they gotta call it Boss Baby Yoda? I love it. <laughs> I mean, I do too, but I don't get it. Because because I think I it for me it begs a mashup of the Boss Baby franchise and <laughs> Baby Yoda. And, but then they were just yelling it while running. Yeah. Yo, boss, baby Yoda over here. No, and they're just like running forth. I like it. <laughs> Thank you, Alex, for always calling in with relevant stories. So, Marissa, do you have any like final thoughts about the internet, or do you want to just move right on to plugs? I don't know. This this presentation has convinced me I need to look at the internet less and not read the article says. These are the only four dresses you'll ever need instead of reading it and being like, you fuckers. I barely comment, though, so I at least feel good about myself that I don't engage with these hoes. Yeah, it would be weird if you read that and you were like, oh, my gosh, but I have this pink sundress and I feel like I need this pink sundress in my life. Oh, my God. Like, what am I? But it says I, need, I can only have five. Which one of the five can I drop so that I can put the sundress in? And, like... <laughs> Even if you don't spiral that much, but you have that thought for an instant, it's it's like emotional energy and mental energy that you don't need to spend on that. Yeah, totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. Hi. Uh, That's why you need to follow sites like Reductress that just have headlines. <laughs> are you sure they don't have stories? I hope they don't have stories for all the things that I see on Instagram. I hope they don't, too, because... There's another one that's like another satire site. It's called the Hard Hard Times and Hard Drive. So the Hard Times is like punk fake news and Hard Drive is video game fake news. And the headlines are sometimes really funny, but then you realize they made them write a whole article. Yeah. And it's like, what's wrong with you? Don't you know this isn't funny once you go beyond <laughs> the headline? Anyway. Um, by the way, guys, I I sent Hard Hard... Uh, Hard times news headlines for for consideration. But then if they were like, okay, write a five-word article, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's time for plugs. Uh, my plug is The Mandalorian again, because I watched more Baby Yoda, and I was like, holy shit. And the time when... <laughs> uses his powers to take the macaroons from the kid and then they're getting chased and so then they're like driving in their spaceship all crazy but baby yoda thinks it's a roller coaster so he puts his hands up and goes woo and you're like holy shit i would die for you twice if i needed to how does baby yoda know what a roller coaster is and how to behave on okay, one. Okay, I'm not saying necessarily it was a roller coaster, but he thought it was like a fun thing instead of them trying to run from the police. That's what I meant. They just found it fun. It was like a ride to him. 
Thanks, Pete. I wanted to plug uh, Woke on Hulu because I finally watched it and it was fun. I thought it was fun. There was one episode where they actually um, sort of hit on the idea of... Actually, the whole show kind of focuses on rage a little bit. But there's one episode where there's like a koala that escapes in the city and everybody on the bus that he's on is obsessed with it and but there's like clearly a mentally disturbed man over here um like people are really focused on the wrong things and i think that a lot of times that does seem to happen with the internet and with social media like people sort of tip us off to be upset about the wrong thing so it was an interesting it's definitely a fun show um and the thing i think uh i read reviews where I mean, I can only guess white people were like, the show is anti-cop, and it's not really anti-cop, but that's like the inciting incident of the show. So if you just think that it's going to be about a black man who gets beat up by police and then fights back about it or, like, sees the world differently, that is sort of like a back end and start of the show. But it's about other stuff, too, mm-hmm. like relationships and art and working, even though you want to be an artist and all that sort of stuff. So... Fun show. Eight episodes. Banging out in four hours. Think I would like it? Yeah, I think so. Because okay. I just watched the latest episode of Mayor of Easttown, which is currently my favorite show. But something happened so upsetting, I need something to, like, cleanse my soul. I think you'll, I think you'll like it. I don't think there's anything that's not going to, or that's going to, like, further soil your soul. Okay. And when I tell everyone that one of the shows I watch is... Oh, you probably don't even know what it is. Uh, what is it? You know who Bethany Frankel is? Skinny girl. Yeah, she has like, forget what it's called. It's called like Big Shot with Bethany. It's like the equivalent of The Apprentice, but with Bethany Frankel. And my mother gets angry when I tell her I watch it. And so does basically everyone. Like, they're so mad that not only am I watching reality show, like reality TV, but I'm watching like a competition show hosted by a real housewife. So I need another show to say I'm watching. And what is it like on? HBO, I think. Huh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. People should be upset with you. If yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What I don't tell people is that I also watch Seeking Sister Wife. Wives? Wife? Seeking Sister Wife. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. You can slide into my DMs at Riz Vandal. R-I-S-S-V-A-N-D-A-L. Sorry, I have braces. Call us at 570-POD-WOD-1. Again, if by any chance you came to us from the Blake Waxer Show, please leave us a review that just says Blake. So we know we're not screaming into a void that only the Michael here. Uh, Join our Patreon. Yeah. Patrons patrons will be getting um, small things in email or in mail soon so if you get on that list then you'll get a magnet and um a sticker that only the like only the important bottom part has been cut off (laughs) (laughs) you'll know what it means yeah okay um and then also yeah that's patreon.com slash y'all heard and uh yeah like marissa said give us a review or something otherwise have a great life. This is the only thing you should be using the internet for, is listening to our podcast and commenting and joining our Patreon. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, get out there and enjoy life, and 
I'm not responsible if you do throw your phone in a pool. But just know that I'm not in a pool and I'm just sitting in my house probably looking at my phone drinking. <laughs> okay, bye! Yeah, hi. Hi.